Welcome to Living in a Material World, and I'm your host, David Prada. Today's guest is Camille Katona and Stephanie Spence, the founders of the multi-use essential beauty line called 1999. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having us. We're so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't wait to talk about your incredible brand and how you both got to this place and how you started to create it. So whoever would like to jump in and tell us a little bit how it all started. So Stephanie and I have been working together for about, I would say like 12 years now in beauty. And we both kind of fell into beauty. We've always loved fashion, didn't really love the industry, started working in beauty and quickly fell in love with cosmetics and color. We were a bite beauty. So we were constantly surrounded by color and playing with lip. That was an amazing exposure to the industry, especially working with Sephora and just everything. They had everything. So with Byte, everything was handmade in-house. So like office was above the production, which was like a crazy way for us to be introduced to the industry, like seeing the product actually be formulated in the lab and like testing that product and then going and seeing it like on the production line and having to like work on the production line ourselves when like things were behind. It was an interesting introduction. Yes. And we were very excited to be a part of the startup energy and really getting our hands dirty and learning from that perspective. And then I think while working in the industry, both Stephanie and I really loved product, but we didn't feel like we could connect with a lot of messaging that we were seeing in the industry. A lot of the rule-based beauty, we just didn't understand. I think too, we were working in the industry at a time where Instagram had just launched and there was this amazing platform that was open to everyone to show their own point of view. And as the platform grew, we kind of started to see the sea of sameness grow at the same time. And I was responsible for social and digital marketing at Byte. So I was living on Instagram, looking at everything, and so excited to see people putting out different perspectives and point of view. And the industry just kind of wasn't going that way, we, we didn't feel. So we just thought there was opportunity to kind of open up the conversation and allow people to define their own beauty. At the same time, I've always worked closely with my mom. You know, we wear the same clothes, we use a lot of the same makeup, and I just didn't see her represented anywhere. And she's very open with me, has always kind of shared her struggle with aging with me. And it was very clear that if she doesn't see herself anywhere, how she's supposed to feel. So that's kind of where the thinking started. I love it because it's like, it's just any age can use your brand. Like I love your products because... Chilito in our office used it on his husband for Halloween because he had to like make him something quick because his husband couldn't figure out what to wear. And then he started using it because Chilito loves nail polish and loves putting some color on his eyes. So it's like, it's non-binary. It's like everyone can use the brand and everyone has so much fun and it brings joy while you're using it. And that was kind of what we wanted, like the joy base. We felt like beauty and kind of makeup for a lot of people have become a chore. And like, this is what I have to do. And I have to use it in this way in order to achieve this super specific aesthetic that like, as Camille was saying, was just like all a variation of this trying to be the same when it's like, we're never going to look alike, which is kind of the joy of makeup or can be the joy. So creating something that like wasn't for older people or not, we don't care to be like terribly loud about that aspect of the brand like just have it come through in our imagery and not be like totally in your face about it but present different types of beauty and things that we find cool and interesting and like not get on a soapbox about it which we felt like was a bit kind of tired in the industry but also like worse people 
there was still a perpetuation of the same thing, even like as we're seeing something else here. Yeah, I agree. It was getting a little stale out there. Everyone was using the same products out there and it's like, there was nothing interesting. And so when you guys reached out, I got so excited because it was like a breath of fresh air for someone who started behind a counter doing makeup. I actually wasn't sure because like I was like, how am I going to use these? So I literally test products at home on myself in a mirror because I was a makeup artist. So what I loved is like you have that gloss that I could use with the pencils. I tested, I have like my dad's Sicilian lids, which are terrible. Like they're droopy. I'm going to have to like invest in it. My mom has these gorgeous lids and like I really took care of her aging process, sending her free skincare since I was 22. But like literally mine are my dad's droopy lids with her eyes. And so I have bigger eyes than him. And so they crease really easily. So I use the pencil on my lids and then I finished with the gloss because I love that I could do that. And I was like, let it sit around while I had like my wine. I wanted to see how it sit. I was going to go to bed and I was like, wow, it's so perfect. It didn't look creasy. It didn't look like I was old. And I was like, okay, they're onto something. These formulas are amazing. And those pigments as an artist, it's unbelievable the pigment these pencils give off. And so how did you guys, when you guys were creating and formulating everything, how did you come up with such great formulas for your pencils? Well, we knew, so we spoke like over the course of kind of developing the brand, we spoke with a lot of women about their experience with aging and life and beauty. And we worked really closely with Simone Otis, who is our lead makeup artist, to really find formulas that work across skin texture, skin tone, skin type. And one main thing is as you get older, you lose moisture, your skin gets more dry, gets more textured, and no dry product will work well on that. Or we knew we wanted a creamy, really blendable, easy to use product. You don't want something that tugs. So that's kind of where we were coming from for the formula aspect. Yeah. And then we were just really lucky that we found an amazing factory in Italy who were willing to work with us at really low MOQs and could do wooden barrel pencils, which are a pain in the ass to produce. And we knew we wanted it to be multi-purpose. So it had to be sort of like creamy enough to work on all skin types, but also creamy enough so it would be comfortable on lips, but it would also wear on your lips and blend on your cheek. So it was like a process. But I mean, for Camille and I, and like with Simone, we have always used, and I feel like I've heard like other people say this on your podcast and you hear this all over the place. Like it says like eyeshadow, but you use it wherever you want it on your face. To us, that's very intuitive. And we launched during the pandemic. So it was like very online and perhaps wasn't quite as intuitive to regular consumers as we first thought it's like online. But now that we're in store, it's like so much easier for customers to get up. And when they try it, they're like, oh, this is so creamy. I can actually apply this really easily on my face and use the brown as a liner on my eyes and lips, but also contour with it. Like, so it's fun to see too how different skin tones, like you're not going to have the same use necessarily, but they can use, everybody can use the pencils, but it's just like, however they suit you best. I love that. And not to mention, I'm obsessed with the pencil sharpener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that is a serious fan favorite. It's with makeup artists. Well, it's like the best pencil sharpener I've ever used. <laughs> so let's just say, like, I don't know where you guys got that, but I've been like working in the industry for 25 years and I haven't found one until now. So <laughs> that one, we basically, with the Marchum, we were kind of like, fuck it, we're just going to do a really good sharpener and not make any money on it. 
but we're happy that it, people like it so much. Yeah, it's a cult favorite. Even one of the buyers was like, she threw out all her other pencil sharpeners and she only has yours. So like just talking to buyers, like I love hearing their feedback. When you were developing the brand, what were the first SKUs that you decided to launch in, in the assortment? So as Stephanie mentioned, we knew we wanted something multi-purpose. So we landed with Simone, we landed on a pencil because it kind of takes you back to drawing. Like it's taking you back to the basics. We're trying to take away the rules from beauty. It's a pencil and you draw where you want the color. So we launched that with the gloss at the same time because we also wanted something universal that's almost a tool to customize the finish of the pencil. So you can wear the pencil on its own for more like matte bold color or you can wear it topped with the gloss and sheared out if you want something more sheer. I mean, we love the gloss too. It's just like a daily lip treatment or like tap it on your cheeks for a glowy. I'm obsessed with it. So we developed all the shades at once, but we decided just to launch with the red pencil. So we launched with one red and one gloss, April 2020, right when things shut down. So mask wearing had started. People weren't convinced that they should put red pencil all over their eyes like I often do. But, you know, we were pushing images of Vivian Westwood trying to convince people. (laughs) (laughs) But we slowly expanded the assortment, so there is more eye-friendly shades as well. What? People don't want to use a red pencil on their eyes? I do. (laughs) No, when they're, like, stuck at home? Why not? Well, Camille, you always have fun eye makeup and amazing nails. So those are the, always like, I always like, I wonder what Camille's oh, a bit more nails boring look like today. today. <laughs> <laughs> so after the red pencil, what were the next shades that you guys came out with? So then we launched Nutra, which is like the dusty rose. With that shade too, like it's not too pink. It actually has more of a brown undertone. So it works really well across multiple skin tones versus being something that's like, it's just a really nice tool to shape your lip there's no white yeah it's a nice tool to shape your lip but also uses a blush or eyeshadow when you're saying shape your lip is it like a lip liner it can be because i am so excited that lip lining is back in because like when i started everyone used a lip liner and i was like the king of lip liners because i'm half cuban half sicilian so my girls in my life always had a lip liner on so like then when lip liners were out i was like oh no how am i gonna increase that lip (laughs) because <laughs> I was just like, I could add uh, some volume to people's lips with a lip liner. But... Well, that's what's nice about the pencils because you can use them. Like when I apply it, I will usually line my lips and then just fill it in. Like it's a lipstick and lip liner. So then you just fill it in. Um, so after Nutra, we did Barna, which is the brown, but it's like a charcoal brown. It's not warm at all. And then Lustro, which was our first highlight pencil, which is like a champagne that I'm guessing, Camille, we both have in the inner corners of our eyes, on our cheeks and noses, and you just like draw around. Love. Yeah, that one definitely, I think we both wear it every single day. (laughs) Like if nothing else. (laughs) I love that. And then we launched three brights. So we did Wasser, Roja, and Meleg. So a blue, orange, and pink. And the blue has been like a surprising top seller for us. I think there's not many blues like it. It's not quite dark like cobalt, but it's like light, but not pale blue. It's like a weird in between. I love the blue. That is my go-to. It's what I use when I'm showing anyone. I use that one on my hand and show how easy the pencil glides on. Like someone that's never done makeup can just use it and not make a mistake either. That's what I love about your pencils. And that one's been really fun because we've gotten, so the shoot we did for that 
we used it on an older model, maybe like seven-year-old couple older models. And we get emails from 70, 80-year-old customers saying that they have like had always loved blue eyeliner and worn it for years, but they hadn't worn it in like 20, 30 years because they felt like they couldn't anymore, but then they saw it in our imagery. And so they've started wearing it again and are just like so happy to have it back in their life, which to us is like, we're not like totally naive. Like we're going to like break down societal beauty norms and patriarchal values and like all that stuff. We don't have to do that, but it's just getting people to recognize that they can just do what they want, like with their face and just have fun with it. Just enjoy. And it comes off like it's totally temporary. Totally temporary fun. I love that. When did you launch the mascara? So that was June 2021, just over a year after launching. And with the mascara, with the pencils, we wanted color. With everything else, we just want daily essentials that are like kind of part of your toolkit. With the mascara, we're aware that as you age, you lose volume, you lose lashes. It's terrible. I have none. Yeah, no, I have terrible lashes too. And I've never understood why there's always so much emphasis on volume in the mascara category, these huge wands. <laughs> and both Stephanie and I like a more natural lash, day to day at least. And we just couldn't find a mascara that gave us that. And I think too, yeah, like anyone who has droopy eyelid, like a big wand's going to get everywhere. So we wanted to create something that works for all eye shapes and types, but also just creates a really natural looking lash and that's why we call it lash tint mascara because it looks like you just got freshly tinted lashes yeah i also tried out my brows and i love it <laughs> yeah. yeah so we when we launched it it was just had been putting it in our lashes and then customers were like when are you launching a brown because i've been using it in my brows and i love it and we were like oh shit so then we started using the black in our brows which was like slightly dark but it was it looked kind of cool and loved the formula in our brows. So then we developed the next two, the brown and the taupe, which are also really nice in your lashes. The taupe is, it looks kind of cool in the lashes because it makes them like kind of gray. It's an interesting shade. Yeah. And the big wands, ours is so, so fine. So fine. Like I like really hooded, more hooded by the day eyes. And if I use like a really fat wand or like somebody with small eyes or Asian women, like you can't get at your lashes. When we were talking to friends about it and developing the wand, we talked to all different people and the feedback was generally the same. Like I want something that I can actually get in my lashes with. That's been our best-selling product since we launched it consistently. So that's the bestseller, love. And so after the mascara, what was next? So after the mascara, we launched three new shades of the pencil. Note, Bore, and Fiore. So the navy blue, a deep wine, and a pop of coral with Fiore. All very underrated shades. I think Stephanie and I live in Bore, the wine color, during this time of year. Blended out, it even looks amazing as a blush. Like I wear the wine color as a blush, even though it looks like in the pencil, it looks almost black. And then I believe our launch after that was the lash tint, the two new shades, so the brown and the taupe, and then most recently our graphite brow pencil. And we did a second highlight pencil, Aura, which is more gold than the original Lustro, which was more champagne, and the tinted matte balm, which is the like chubbier. <laughs> I love that chubby stick. And I love that it comes with the pencil and the little bat. I just like I'm obsessed with it. 
yeah, this one we were kind of nervous about just before launch. Like we love it. We love the size of it. We love that it's so easy. We love the formula. It wasn't that, but we were like, is this going to be annoying for customers? But because it comes with the sharpener, everybody's been super happy with it, which is great. So we're super excited about that one. Where do you usually use that one for? Your lip, cheeks, and eyes as well? or Yeah, like I have that on my lips right now. And then you have the gloss on top of it? Yeah, and I think I have Nutrem. I just like kind of layer throughout the day. I think we both mix a lot of the shades all the time. That's something we try to remind people like Nutra and Meleg make the most amazing brick. So the orange and Nutra are really great brick. That the tinted bomb with Oro highlight pencil on the eye is just like really great. So nice. And then on the cheeks, it's just tiny bit of like energy on your face. It's just really nice. And with the shades, we also, with all of the product, we wanted to create essentially a super tight assortment of products that you could do a ton with. We didn't want to launch too much product, but like, obviously we're running a business, so we need some product. So finding that balance of what are we kind of like contributing to our customer's kit and like to their everyday routine. And then what like funness can we drop in that isn't a like Christmas palette? Other brands do that and they do it super well. We just don't have to do that, which is kind of like a nice feeling, like being able to really pick and choose what we do and knowing that there's so much amazing product out there. We don't need to be your entire routine. We just want to be like part of it. Love that. Or you could be just your entire routine and it's the perfect travel brand. Like I think for anyone that travels a lot, like you can just like bring all your 1999 and you can just like make your face look incredible. Yeah, all you need is a pencils and a gloss. What do you travel with, Camille? I had just a full set in 1999 and then like <laughs> one complexion product, which varies, but I I have to bring one of each pencil color because of, you know, I mean, if you never know. <laughs> you never know. But it fits all in a small travel case. That's what I love. It's like you just throw it in there. There's not going to be that any messiness. It's just so easy to, to travel with. How about you, Stephanie? Do you do the same? Yeah, I'm the same. And then translucent powder, which we're launching in oh, January. Fantastic. That was going to be my next question. What's next? And then an eyelash curler. And that's it. The translucent powder really, really extends the wear time. Like I wear the liner winged all the time in bright colors. And I just tap on a bit of translucent powder and it stays. Like I took a video the other day of 7 a.m. and like midnight oh yeah same application i haven't done anything with it but it, i just need to show that it works what were you doing up still at midnight <laughs> it was a friday maybe it was a friday work day i was like then up. wow i was like incredible <laughs> we went from london to canada to toronto and when we got to toronto i was like what the fuck your liner is still perfect she was like oh, no. <laughs> i forgot about that yeah I did orange liner for a meeting in the morning, and then we went on a transatlantic flight from London to Toronto, and my liner was still perfect. So, Oh, my God. You have got to post that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, my next question, of course, is going to be, what are your beauty routine every morning? I am quite quick. It often, I'll do it safely when stopped in my car, not moving. <laughs> I, like, bring it in my bag because I'm perpetually late. It's a terrible thing. But I'll always do my brows with the light graphite brow pencil. I'll always curl my lashes. Last row in the corner of my eyes. Usually, like sometimes I'll do mascara, sometimes not. And then I'll put on 
a lip color. Really, that's my baseline. I mean, this is after skincare, but for skincare, I use Cetaphil cleanser and a <laughs> drugstore cleanser and then a serum and moisturizer. And that's it. What serum and moisturizer do you use? I've been using the Shaf, S-H-A-F, like hyaluronic serum. Uh-huh. And then Camille and I just got this new moisturizer from this apothecary in London. I can't even remember what it's called, but it's like a super old school apothecary that I don't even know the name of. But I'll go through phases where I'll be super specific with my skincare. And right now I'm not as. I was using Lilo or something, balm to oil based stuff, which I was like very obsessed with. I'm sending you skincare. <laughs> I'm going to send you a care package. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Note to self. That feels great. Seriously, I am a lazy, lazy girl. I actually am the same. I'm like, I don't like to use too much, but I am obsessed with like certain types of products on my face on the daily because I like looking dewy as I age. Oh, yeah. You can help me out there. That'd be great. Yeah, because it's like the worst as you get older. You're like, wow. People always say to me, wow, you're your son's so handsome. I was like, oh my God, I used to be handsome too. I was like, I was like and he's like my mini me. Like, he's like my mini me. And I was like, whoa. I didn't even realize that I did age because like, you know, I still feel like the same person inside this body that I did in my 20s. <laughs> but now, Camille, I'm dying to know your kind of beauty routine. Mine's like pretty pared down too. I feel like we don't buy into a lot of ingredient marketing stories since we have an understanding of them. But I I mean, I've tried so many great products and I kind of just use whatever feels good because my skin's not particularly sensitive. So whatever I like the sensorial experience of, I'll just use. So this past summer I was in Italy and I went to the Santa Maria Novella in Florence, which is just a dream. I bought a cream there and I've been using it and I'll use it till I'm out, then I'll try something new. And I love it. Great old school feeling cream. I love that store so much. Yeah, it's just, it's so beautiful. And then I'll use a base product just to kind of even out my skin tone. Right now I've been trying the YSL tinted like skin tint. It's in a tube similar to our gloss tube. I've been really enjoying it. And then I will do my brows with our light brow pencil and taupe Lash Tint Mascara. Again, Lustro Inner Corners of Eyes, like Stephanie, mascara. And then I will either do a bright color winged liner with one of our pencils, or I've been really liking, I'll always have something on my lips, whether it's color or not, always something on lips, that's number one. And then another thing I've been loving is actually the Ingredients Rose Serum, and I use that at night. Oh, wow. That's good to know. Like the Rose the rose Hydrosol. I'm obsessed with Rose. That's one thing most of my close friends know about me is I love Rose, everything. I love Rose because Rose is also high in vitamin C naturally, so it's like you can use anything with Rose in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Like I have two brands that have Rose in their serums, and like I always love the scent of it as well, but it's so antioxidating for your skin it's amazing that's good to know yeah i love it well you know i always ask everyone that's on the show like materia means matter so what truly matters to each of you my relationships family friends i don't need happiness really but contentment so i'm like content and that i'm like contributing something i'm like not being a dick (laughs) 
that. Uh, like I'm honest, like loyal. It's funny how you're saying like kind of what was in my head, but I was going to say kindness and honesty, whether it's like coming from me or others or just surrounding myself with people who are kind, honest, and obviously we all have our off days, but just kind of treating people like you want to be treated and not being fake. An interest, like general interest. Like I don't care what you're interested in. Get excited about something. I know. Like I feel like for so long I was like too cool to care about anything. It's like, no. No, like that is so boring. It's like so boring. There's nothing worse. And laugh thing. I really like to laugh. I think that's super important. Yeah, my grandmother just passed in May and she was 99 and she laughed her ass off every day of her life. Oh, good. And it was like the most joyful moments. She was my muse, her and my mom I'm obsessed with. And so... My grandma would just like her laughter and she would also whisper to me because she loved making fun of people, but in like in a funny way, like she'd be like, oh my God, she whispered to me and I'd be like, stop. But like her laughter, and it's funny that you mentioned it because when I started my company, I was like, I don't want to work with assholes anymore. I just really want to work with genuine people that are great people inside and are creating great brands. That's all I want. We were just talking about that. We literally got off a call with one of our retailers and we were both like, it is, we're so lucky to like who we work with. Like, it's so nice. Like there's no need, like you can disagree about things. You can debate things, but like, that's part of the fun. Like that is you, the fun. You, you can be in disagreement. Like it doesn't matter. You can still have a nice relationship. I like someone with a pulse. So I like to have ban- like banter. I like I want to have someone that challenges. I love brands that challenge us because it makes us do our job even better. And so like, you know, I think that I was trying to explain that on a call earlier today. I was like, you know, it's not that I'm ever upset. I'm just disappointed. And so I'm never, I'm a happy person. So I'm never unhappy. I'm a happy person. It's just, I get disappointed sometimes because in life it's all about communication, compromise, compassion, and respect. And without those things, I can't function. And so I love that. That's why I think I connected with you guys from the beginning, because you guys, like, we share similar kind of like ethos in life and in general. So for anyone listening, where can they find you guys on social media, both personal and also business? We usually focus on business and it's on it. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie and I are behind the scenes people. For business, on Instagram, it's 1999.beauty. On TikTok, it's 1999beauty, no dot. So make sure you check them out and pick up some of their products. And who are your key retailers where everyone can purchase your products? Well, Detox Market, Essence, Revolve, Goop. Farfetch. 1999.com. 1999.ca if you're in Canada. And then in the UK, Space NK, Cult, and Browns, and Farfetch. I literally am so happy we had this time because I know that all our listeners are going to be so excited to know more about 1999 and get to know both of you even better. And I can't wait to be part of this journey with you guys because you guys are both very inspirational and passionate and I love both your energies. So thank you. So excited. It's always great talking to founders that have created a brand with a purpose and a meaning. I loved spending this morning talking to Camille Katona and Stephanie Spence from 1999. Until next time.